0: Let me read the heading first, Revelation given through Joseph Smith the Prophet in Independence, Jackson County, Missouri, August the 8th, 1831. On this occasion, the elders who had traveled to Jackson County and participated in the dedication of the land and the temple site desired to know what they were to do. A little bit of a historical background on this one. The time arrived for the elders gathered in Missouri to return to Ohio. The Lord did not desire that they return with the same haste that they traveled to Missouri. The Prophet Joseph Smith recorded on the eighth, as there had been some inquiry among the elders what they were to do, I received the following. All right, verse one: Behold, thus saith the Lord unto the elders of His church, who are to return speedily to the land from whence they came: Behold, it pleaseth Me that you have come up hither. But with some, but with some, I am not well pleased, for they will not open their mouths, but they hide the talent which I have given unto them because of the fear of man. Woe unto such, for mine anger is kindled against them. And it shall come to pass, if they are not more faithful unto me, it shall be taken away, even that which they have. In other words, use it or lose it. Verse 4. For I, the Lord, rule in the heavens above and among the armies of the earth, and in the day when I shall make up my jewels, all men shall know what it is that bespeaketh the power of God. But verily I will speak unto you concerning your journey unto the land from whence you came, Let there be a craft made, or bought, as seemeth you good, it mattereth not unto me. And take your journey speedily for for the place which is called St. Louis. Apparently, the elders petitioned the Lord to know whether he desired that they construct canoes or purchase them for their return to Ohio. Our decisions in such situations do not matter to the Lord. No answer is likely to come to a person who seeks guidance in choosing between two alternatives that are equally acceptable to the Lord, explained Dallin H. Oaks. Thus, there are times when we can serve productively in two different fields of labor. Either answer is right. Similarly, the Spirit of the Lord is not likely to give us revelations on matters that are trivial, I once heard a young woman in a testimony meeting praise the spirituality of her husband indicating that he submitted every question to the Lord. She told how he accompanied her shopping and would not even choose between different brands of canned vegetables without making his selection a matter of prayer. That strikes me as improper. I believe the Lord expects us to use the intelligence and experience he has given us to make these kind of choices. When a member asked the prophet Joseph Smith for advice on a particular matter, the prophet stated, It is a great thing to inquire at the hands of God or to come into his presence, and we feel fearful to approach him on subjects that are of little or no consequence. In a revelation given a few days later, the Lord emphasized that he expects the saints to make some decisions according to their judgments. The significance of this statement could be easily missed, but it is of extreme importance. Not everything we do is a vital part of God's plan. Not every tiny detail of our lives has eternal significance. Some things just don't matter. The Lord said that as long as they fill their missions, it didn't matter to him whether the elders made or bought a craft, whether they traveled by water or by land, or whether they rode on horses, mules, or in wagons. Some saints today agonize over whether God wants them to drive a Ford or a Chevy, to buy a house or rent an apartment, to study sociology in college or dental hygiene in trade school, when God might not care one way or the other. Often God does care about such things, and it is important for us to be prayerful and to follow the promptings of the Spirit, but sometimes when we get no promptings concerning the details of our lives or the many choices we face, it may be because any of the available options is equally acceptable to the Lord, or because there may be no spiritual advantage or disadvantage of any one option over any other. If the Lord does not prompt us one way or the other, we should not become paralyzed and unable to proceed. We should just make the best choice we can and get on with our lives. After all, our goal is not for God to make every decision for us, but to become like God with the power of independent decision and action within ourselves. That was out of the commentary of the Doctrine and Covenants. Verse 6, And from thence let my servants Sidney Rigdon, Joseph Smith, Jr., and Oliver Cowdery take their journey from for Cincinnati. And in this place let them lift up their voice and declare my word with loud voices without wrath or doubting, lifting up holy hands upon them, for I am able to make you holy and your sins are forgiven you. The tone and approach taken in teaching the word of God is as important as the words uttered. The sacred responsibility of priesthood bearers is to teach the gospel as the Lord Jesus Christ taught it. The gospel is to be taught not in anger, but rather with the voice of hope in the salvation made available through the atoning blood of Christ. Further, the voice of God is one of assurance, not uncertainty. That was by Joseph E. McConkie. Verse 8, and let the residue take their journey from St. Louis, two by two, and preach the word not in haste among the congregations of the wicked. Here, wicked is likely used in the general sense of unredeemed by receiving the ordinances of the gospel. Not that they're bad people, but that they just haven't entered into the covenants yet. Continuing verse 8, "'Until they return to the churches from whence they came, and all this for the good of the churches, for for this intent have I sent them. And let my servant Edward Partridge impart of the money which I have given him a portion unto mine elders who are commanded to return. And he that is able, let him return it by the way of the agent, and he that is not, of him it is not required.'" And now I speak of the residue who are to come up unto this land. Behold, they have been sent to preach my gospel among the congregations of the wicked. Wherefore I give unto them a commandment: thus thou shalt not idle away thy time, neither shalt thou bury thy talent that is not that it may not be known. Revelation and inspiration from the Lord often comes as we are in the midst of doing. A common cliche states, the Lord cannot steer a parked car. The meaning is that we are guided as we are going about the Lord's business. It is better to get off one's knees after pleading for divine direction and to go forward full of faith that revelation will come in our moment of need than to wait on our knees unwilling to budge until the heavens resound with answers. Nephi understood this principle of revelation. Regarding his attempt to obtain the brass plates, he declared, I was led by the Spirit, not knowing beforehand the things which I should do. Nevertheless, I went forth. Likewise, the Lord instructed the brother of Jared that he was to propose means to light the barges of the of the Jaredites, rather than expect God to solve the problem of crossing the ocean in darkness. So often the Lord uh, doesn't have to direct us in things. We just move forward. Uh, in my opinion is that if we're heading in the wrong direction, as long as we've been guided by the Spirit, the Lord's going to let us know. Verse 14, And after thou hast come up unto the land of Zion, and hast proclaimed my word, thou shalt speedily return, proclaiming my word among the congregations of the wicked, not in haste, neither in wrath, nor with strife. And shake off the dust of thy feet against those who receive thee not, not in their presence, lest thou provoke them, but in secret, and wash thy feet as a testimony against them in the day of judgment. This is a priesthood ordinance performed by general authorities, usually. This is not something that the members do or missionaries do. Verse 16, Behold, this is sufficient for you, and the will of him who hath sent you. And by the mouth of my servant Joseph Smith, Jr., it shall be made known concerning Sidney Rigdon and Oliver Cowdery, the residue hereafter. Even so, amen. I bear testimony of the truth of these things, that we don't have to receive revelation for every little thing that we do, and that there are some things that just don't matter, and that the Lord will let us make our own decisions. I bear that testimony. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. See you later. Bye.